our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio. AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH Evans. Uh, you know, we've been airing that show probably a year or so. Even when football season was over, so to speak. I just think it's amazing. We have some other interesting shows we need to pull out of the closet from years gone by. That would be fun to add to the lineup. We'll work on that. Hey, it's a free-for-all. It's a Wednesday. It's the party line. Kind of drippy outside, and um, yeah, and guess what? 56 degrees. Yeah, and they say uh, we may gain one more degree today. <laughs> it's it's gonna be a jacket day for sure, and a raincoat or whatever. Yeah, that's gone from a high temperature of 59 down to 57. Back to 58, now it's at 57. So it's fluctuating. For the high, yeah. Okay. But the next four days, look at that. Yeah. In fact, uh, next Tuesday, uh, when Ohio takes the field again at a night game, they say the high that day will be 65, mostly cloudy. So, uh, of course, that can change between now and then. Oh, yeah. But, um, oh, golly, what is going on? (laughs) Um, let me see if I can flip down there and turn off the sound there. Okay. Good morning. 970 WETH, the party line, 97.1 as well. By the way, there's an effort afoot. I guess I can mention this. To change 97.1 to 97.3. Now, why? Years ago, I wish I could remember the name of the little, this small town down in Kentucky. But we applied for 97.3 because it was a much more powerful signal. FCC has all these rules, as you might expect. And... um, but because they had not had a radio station of any kind in that community, the FCC said, you guys get it. And WATH, you figure something else out. So we found 97.1. And um, it does a nice job in the city and slightly out, but uh, we have now found that the station that was on 97.3 is somewhere else. And we can now m- switch to that frequency. And that'll occur sometime in the next, I'm going to say, roughly 90 days. A lot of things are happening out here. It's exciting. So, um, that means that on FM, you will have 
WATH, and it will be a, a cover three times more arrows. How about that? Yes. It's kind of cool. Yep. You'll be able to hear it once you get beyond different places as you head out yeah. of Athens. Yeah, three times farther. Yeah. All right. <coughs> well, let's see. October 26th it is. Someone pointed out to me that um, yesterday being the 25th, it was one month until my birthday when I'll hit 73 years of age. You know, I think back of what different ages have meant to me or about people. And I I feel very fortunate that at 72 I've had only a few little health things um, that I feel younger than what I would think a 73-year-old person would feel. Um, I just feel good. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. The, uh, it's, uh, I've heard people say that, you know, you're as young as you feel, that one. Or if you have the mindset that it's just a number, your age, that's kind of what I feel. I mean, I feel like I'm still in my 20s, so to speak, as far as energy and awareness and, uh, I don't know, getting out to get things done. Sure. Accomplishments, things it, it, like you that. You know, it is a state of mind. Yeah. You can decide to get blah. Yeah. Or you can decide to... Keep going. Get raw. Yeah. And um, I, I've had a couple little hiccups along the way. Of course, my wife's passing, that sort of thing. Yeah, well, a, a lot of us have. Yeah. Yes. And, um, and and have had the good sense to get some counseling and that sort of thing. But um, all in all, I feel like I'm a young 70 if that makes any sense. Sure. Absolutely. You know, I've, In one I've, month, a, yeah, a yeah. young 72. Yeah. <laughs> All but, right. You know, I've, I've seen people or I've heard of people that just, they think about their age and they just sit around. They're like, I'm so old yeah, now. And yeah, yeah. My body creaks and I have aches and pains. Well, yeah, we all do, but sometimes... Hey, you can get injured or get... Sure uh, you can. Uh, I mean, I know what happens. A sore shoulder when yeah. you're uh, 15. Sure. I mean, I know what happens. People get older. The body wears out. That's the way that we're wired. You know, that it does things like that. But, you know, you take care of yourself and keep exercising. Try to keep things that way. And, and I mow the grass. I rake the leaves. Yeah. I do all that stuff. Keep busy, man. And um, I, I feel better for doing it. Yeah, and I'm sure you feel a sense of accomplishment, too, when you're done. That's just where I was going. Yep. There's something about accomplishing. Yep. You look out, and the yard looks nice. And some things are easier to do than others. Oh, of of course. course. I mean, the business through COVID, that's been difficult. But um, everything's um, about to get a whole bunch better, and 
Well, anyway, yeah. enough of it. Yeah, I mean, the, you know, the physical body has an effect on the mental state and vice versa. The men- mental state has an effect on the, the physical well-being, too. And, you know, I, I would just think of some things that I do that I, I'm blessed that I can still do it, you know. And then uh, <laughs> I was thinking about climbing a ladder that I noticed that I, yeah, I can still climb a ladder. No, I climb ladders. Seven, nine feet, you know, even more than that, but. I, I notice when I get down off that ladder, I'm a little more, <laughs> a little more fatigued in the muscular area than I used to be because I don't do that every day. Well, you know, it, if you do something every day, it, it conditions you better. In my case, I don't feel more fatigued. I just suddenly realize, wow, I did it and I feel okay. Yeah. And I didn't have an accident. Yeah, I didn't fall off the ladder, right? Body parts are still in good shape. You know, cleaning the gutters. Yeah, that's stuff that's like that. yeah, that's what I was referring to. Just doing that, and then, um, you know, just you got to be careful when you get a little older. I saw an article. No, no, no. I think it was a TV segment this morning, or was it last night? I don't know. Somewhere in the last twenty-four hours. That's saying one of the best things you could do is not rake your leaves. And yeah. they're, not, they're not saying that because of health issues. They're saying for yard, um, it health yard yes, health yes yard health soil content health, and um, and then I I'll get on the internet an ad for this carpet grass, <laughs> yeah rolls of grass yep, and. Um, but they say you need to nearly strip it down to the dirt. Oh, yeah. Or at least cut it at the shortest length possible. And <laughs> of course, they're not inexpensive. But oh, not at all. Like, uh, but 20 yeah. by 20 is $99, something like that. Um, yeah, those spots. <coughs> I have a few spots that have trouble growing grass. Mm-hmm. So I was just sort of pondering that. But it uh, looks like it's more work than... Well, anyway. Yeah, some of those sod farms are really neat, if you've ever seen one. How well, they this is, this take is up like, the, um, the sod. This is a uh, some sort of woven fabric. A manufactured type thing? Yes. Yeah. And... The fabric eventually dissolves into the ground. It's within the fabric. It also has fertilizer and then the seed space mm-hmm. and position properly and all the things they say that it does. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, boy, we're running a commercial. Today. Yeah, I bet if you dug up that area or tilled it yeah. or raked it pretty well and then planted some grass seed, some all-area grass seed like shade or sun, Either one, grass seed. I bet if you dug that up and raked it really well, I've tried smoothed it out, places. planted that seed, cover it with some straw. You got to do that, otherwise, you know, the birds will have a field day. Their smorgasbord or charcuterie tray, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> <laughs> they'll clean that out. But yeah. you got to cover that up. Now's a great time to plant grass seed in the fall. Yes, so yes, indeed, that'd be a lot cheaper than that product you're mentioning. 
Yeah, but it sounds like a lot more work, too. <laughs> well, but anyway, no. listen, uh, we do have a caller, but I'm sorry. Um, not to interrupt you, but That's all uh, right. uh, we, I didn't want them to wait too long. Good morning. Good morning, David. Hey, you're feeling so young, I'll keep you younger. Uh, next <laughs> spring when I put hay down, I'll call you and let you know. You can come over and help me put it up. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's 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 my scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It keeps you young. I know. I, I look at the, the people such as yourself and the lackeys and all these people that are doing that sort of thing in mercy. It does keep you young, doesn't it? Well, it gives you incentive. Yeah. And incentive is what drives you. And if you don't have something to drive you, you might as well hang it up. Well, I have incentives. I really do. I'm glad you have incentive. I'm I'm, uh, thrilled to hear that. But whether they're directed at putting a pay, (laughs) 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 I'm not so sure. (laughs) I hear you. Okay. Hey. Have a good one. Good. Thanks, Don. Bye. Um, Um... yeah, that was Dave. Uh, Dave Russell. I'm yeah. sorry. I said Don. Yeah, it's all right. I, you know, when he mentioned that about bailing hay, I used to do that on uh, from my grandmother's farm, and uh, my aunt and uncles have some farms too. And I remember going out of my grandfather on dad's side too, and I remember those hails were uh, hails. The bales were bigger than me. Oh yeah. And I was trying to lift them up, and after a while, man, it's well, you know, now they have. It's these- a workout these huge round bales oh yeah the biscuits that's yeah. what i call them biscuit bales anyway they're they, like shredded wheat laying out in the field but in in my younger days when barb my first wife had a horse out at uh, the, the folks farm uh, she boarded out there along with several other gals um you know regular bale sizes i helped get those up in the loft yeah. Yeah, we did too. Then we had fun playing in the barn, jumping around on all the bales and having corn cob wars. That's what we called them. What do you call the the dust and leftovers? Chaff? Chafe, yeah. Chafe? Yeah. Okay. The chafing? So the story this is true, folks. And I may have told this on the air once before. But when Andy Anderson, or Aura Anderson, as most people know him here, but in my family, he was Andy. Um, Andy Anderson and myself and one other person whose name I just can't recall. When they were going to close the mental health center, the Ridges, Andy and myself and this other person worked real hard on with Governor Rhodes. I think that's right. Mm-hmm. Yep, it is. To have them give us the dairy barn, the, the community. And after some conversations, that happened. But the rest of it went to the university. But the dairy barn was set aside for the community. And Andy's vision was to make it into a a cultural arts center. And I was very active in that in its earliest days. 
now they have a nice board of directors. They've got an executive director. They've got staff. You know, my, my daughter's on their board. Um, well, but what the governor said was, you have to make it, you have to do a, a certain amount of work to it in a short period of time, and if you do it, we'll say yes. And as I recall, it was Dan Inman, um, who has... Um, Inman Electric. Inman Electric. Yep. I think he does plumbing and heating, too, maybe. Yeah, actually, I think Dan's retired. His son-in-law has taken it over. Okay. So it's still called Dan Inman Electric, though. But Dan Inman and I worked upstairs in the loft cleaning all the shaft or shaft or whatever you call that and repairing floorboards and stuff like that. There was a different crew working down on the main floor and they were initially trying to remove the pipe stall you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where the dairy cattle would be led up through to uh, in between some pipes and then milked. And they could there was a feeding tray in front of them to keep them occupied while the milking process was taking place. I think I'm describing this accurately. Yeah, milking stalls. And uh, so there were just pipes all over there. Mm-hmm. Um guide these animals and so some people were working down there but we did the dirtiest work upstairs and um, it was a great feeling and it took uh, several weekends but uh, now look what it is it's terrific Mm, yeah the dairy barn cultural arts Yep, a lot of events happen there year-round. Yes. I mean, you know, people out there every day have administrative offices there, too. Up in the loft. Yep, the dairy barn. And meeting rooms. Mm -hmm. uh, um, Organized, um, what do you call it, preschool activities and stuff like that. Yeah, I've been to a few events there, a few dinners there. It's, It's just a really neat place. I remember going there on a field trip as a kid when I was in elementary school. When it was still a dairy. Yes. Yeah, when it was still a dairy. Uh, the Gall family owned that before it became the dairy barn. And uh, Oh, I didn't know this. Yeah, a couple of their sons uh, were friend, family friends of ours. We all went to elementary school together at the former Morrison Elementary okay, School I, on Richland I have Avenue. To ask, are we talking like Bob Gall? No. No. A different Gall. Yeah. David Gall and uh, his brother Dana were were our friends, boyhood friends. Okay. Well, I can't recall their dad's name. But uh, anyway, they had quite a dairy farm operation there. Back in the day, as they say. I used to go by that dairy farm every morning on the school bus. Mm Mm-hmm. There was a great bump right there, too, that would just launch you way up out of the seats and think, on the bus. Think of the building right <laughs> next door, now the John Clem oh, yeah. Center. Yep. And all the good things they do. Absolutely. And help men with those that have 
Maybe had a problem with alcohol. Yeah, the recovery house. Yeah. Yep. All right, October 26th it is. Uh, well, let's get back on track, although I think this has been a good discussion. Yeah. Today is National Pumpkin Day. Why today? Why not yesterday? Why not the day tomorrow? It's pumpkin season, folks, period. So, uh, but anyway, to officially, today is National Pumpkin Day. And why not on Halloween? Yeah, the day itself. Yeah. But um, anyway, and I'm amazed how many pumpkin things I've eaten recently. You know, um, pumpkin bread and pumpkin pudding and you know what I mean. Pumpkin cookies. Yeah. Pumpkin donuts, pumpkin pancakes. You ever had those? I think so. That uh, I, the ones at Cracker Barrel. Mm. Not giving a plug to Cracker Barrel, now but somebody, I just did. Somebody was just recently saying, "Why can't Athens get a Cracker Barrel?" Yeah, <coughs> we have IHOP now, you know. So, yeah. I don't know if they're featuring Perkins pancakes or not. The original Perkins Pancake House was down on Indiana, well, High Street in Indianola intersection which would be kind of Clinton Village. And then they grew and grew and grew, and lo and behold, we have one here, right? Mm-hmm. Right across the street almost from the station. Yep. Pumpkin pie. They Who have, can forget that? They had pumpkin uh, waffles that I thought were terrific. Yeah, they are good. Speaking of pumpkins, I saw some video of the hippos at the Cincinnati Zoo enjoying some pumpkins that were left over, some carved pumpkins. Mm-hmm. And the, the hippos just were going after those. And Fiona, the hip, the celebrated hippo from a Cincinnati Zoo, an aquarium, was just having a ball with hers in the water and trying to catch it and eat it. <laughs> it was funny to watch. Hmm. But they, you know, they eat it. They d- derive the nutrients from that. And, and uh, one of their delicacies so to speak well let's move on national pumpkin day it's also national day of the deployed that should be an everyday national day i wonder why it got settled into october 26th well, let's see what we can find out here it's Get national there. mule day i have learned so much about mules and donkeys lately from some of my friends who are in farming and how uh, the principal reason they'll have a like a, a donkey around is to keep the coyotes away. I guess mules and donkeys just dislike them, no, no end. And coyotes, which are reappearing in some frequency bother bother the cattle bother newborn cattle that sort of thing and um, so people that own cattle will also have a donkey or a mule and things like that to keep the bad critters away it's national financial crime fighter day financial crime fighters it's Kinda National like Mincemeat Day, and lastly, National Tennessee Day. 
Now, you were going to talk about the Detroit. Yeah, I was going to say something about financial crime fire. Uh, basically, I th- a lot of that is they're known as uh, forensic accountants as they get into uh, abnormal accounting practices and uh, they discover things that have not gone the way that they should. Mm-hmm. Creative accounting, as they say. But uh, forensic accountants is a lot of what that is referring to. National Day of the Deployed, uh, a lady by the name of Shelley Michaels Aberly founded National Day of the Deployed in 2006, and she approached then North Dakota, uh, North Dakota Governor John Haven for support of a North Dakota proclamation for the day, and the governor was the first governor in the United States to recognize deployed troops in a formal proclamation. Now, the, uh, Shelley's cousin... Uh, also, a North, uh, North Dakota native, David Hosna, was deployed as a major in the U.S. Army for the first day of the deployed. She chose October 26th as it was Hosna's birthday, her cousin, the major. He later retired as a colonel. I have an entirely different topic to ask you about. Okay. And I feel like I must... Okay, so in the last, well, let me go back a bit. For months now, I will get some sort of email about Dr. Oz, who hosted a TV show, right? Yes. And I haven't understood why all this publicity. And then just today, or last night, I guess, I saw two people debating. Mm -hmm. And it was clearly a political debate where these two are candidates for something. Senate. And one of them looked like Dr. Oz. That was him. And it was only this morning that I found out it was he. So, does he still have a TV show? No. Because the way the FCC rules are written, he would have had to have come off the air once he was a declared candidate. Mm -hmm. If you think back over the years, when I've run for city council, I had to do the same thing. Um, Maybe you didn't know that, but I did. Uh, But during the campaign period, X number of days before the election, um, I was not permitted to host my show. So, Oz is from where? Pennsylvania. He's running for the one of two Senate positions for the U.S. Senate, United States Senate, from the state of Pennsylvania, running against a Democrat named John Fetterman. Okay. And it was quite a lively debate. I, I saw some of it. And Dr. Oz, a few months ago, was trailing by double digits, and now he has evened up that race 
in Pennsylvania. And uh, he came off pretty well. I, you know, as an objective observer, I'd say that he hands down won that debate. Uh, I know Mr. Fetterman has had some health issues recently. And apparently he's not real good at debating. And his campaign even acknowledged that. And uh, they actually allowed him to use a monitor, which is something I've never heard of before in a debate to to formulate his responses. Okay. Well, which, in any case, yeah, it was Dr. Oz and uh, John Fetterman. They're they're both vying for the Senate seat of Pennsylvania. And for, is Mr. Fetterman um, an incumbent? I think he is. Okay. I think he's a former mayor there in Pennsylvania. I'll have to look that up. I'm not but 100% I mean, on that. Has he been a senator? Uh, I th- I, that I'm not 100% on. I'll have to okay. check that out and see. Well, let's do our historical stuff, seat. and that, maybe that'll give you a little time for this. Uh, so, historical events related to this date of October 26th. In the year 1850 on this date, Robert McClure cites the fabled Northwest Passage for the first time. I believe he was standing on the Banks Island toward uh, looking towards Melville Island. Okay. 1861, the Pony Express, which Missouri to California ends after 19 months of operation. 1863, the International Conference begins in Geneva aimed at improving medical conditions on battlefields. Probably most notable is that was the beginning of the Red Cross. Skipping way ahead to 1977, the natural, the last natural case of smallpox discovered in Merca District, Somalia. Also considered the anniversary of the eradication of smallpox, the most spectacular success of vaccination. few years back in 2019, on this date, the raid by the U.S. Special Forces kills ISIS founder Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. That occurred in Syria. Okay. Some famous birthdays. Georges. So... First name George, but with an S on it. Danton. D-A-N-T-O-N. He was born on this date in 1759. Died in 1794. Georges. This is not a name I know. Jacques Danton was a French lawyer and leading figure in the French Revolution. He became a deputy to the Paris Commune, presided in the Cordeliers District, and or Cordelier District, being the French pronunciation. Took a guess at that one. And uh, in August 1792, he became the French Minister of Justice 
and was responsible for inciting the September massacres. Uh, next birthday will be that of Jackie Coogan. Ah. Yeah. Uncle Fester. That's right. And um, he was born on this date in 1914. He died in 1984. I got one of those funny <laughs> pictures of him. <laughs> Hillary Clinton celebrating her 75th birthday today. Still a nice-looking woman. Um, in the, I think the last one in terms of birthdays, yes, is Mohammad Reza Pahlavi. P-A-H-L-A-V-I. I remember that name. Uh, I think he was the, one of the Shahs of Iran. Uh, well, let's see. Let's take date. a look. He was born on this date in 1919 and died in 1980. Mohammad Reza Pahlavi, also known as Mohammad Reza Shah, was the last Shah of the Imperial State of Iran from September 16th of 1941 until his overthrow in the Iranian Revolution in February of 1979. I remember that. Owing to his status, he was also just known as the Shah of Iran or Iran. Two famous deaths, Elizabeth Cady Stanton. Cady is not, it's C-A-D-Y. Um, she was born in 1815 and died in, um, on, this de- on this date in 1902. She was an American writer and activist who was a leader of the women's rights movement in the U.S. during the mid to late 19th century. And uh, what was she known for? She was an author, lecturer, and chief philosopher of the women's rights and suffrage movements. And she formulated the agenda for women's rights that guided the struggle well into the 20th century. And continued. Yes. Okay, and the last one to mention, Abu Bakar al-Baghdadi. Al-Baghdadi. Anyway, he um, was born in 1971, but died just in 2019. And wasn't he assassinated or something? Yes, he was ordered to be just that by then-President Obama as he was an Iraqi militant and the first caliph of the Islamic State from 2014 until his death in 2019. I guess it was President Trump then. President Obama took out uh, bin Laden. By the way, one one little bit of trivia. You've all heard of the gunfight at the OK Corral. That occurred on this date of October 26th. I don't know what year. All right. Well, good morning. Um... About 10 minutes left in the show today. Um, Again, it's Wednesday. It's October 26th. Um, What's going on? Well, we have Iranian protesters charged. Iranian authorities have indicted over four, I'm sorry, over 500 protesters this week amid nationwide unrest 
including several who face a possible death sentence. The protests began last month following the in-custody death of 22-year-old Masha Amini after she was detained for violating the country's dress code for women. Judicial officials brought various charges against hundreds of individuals across several provinces for protest-related offenses, including sharing propaganda and disturbing the peace. Iranian leaders have blamed the unrest on outside agitators seeking to destabilize the country. Despite the charges, which Iranian officials indicate are designed to stop further protests, workers and university students plan uh, continue to plan protests and strikes around the country. And um, incidentally, today marks the 40th day since Amini's death. And uh, the tradition there is that Following someone's death, you have a 40-day mourning period. What else here? Oh, Kanye West and Adidas. I don't think we need to get into that. Um, let me get rid of this report this one this is from the New York Times now and their lead says top social media apps are struggling after a decade of dominance meta I'm sorry I turned the page wrong for years most of the conversation about social media companies was about how powerful and dominant they were These days, not so much. The tech industry has had a rough year, and social media companies have been hit especially hard. The stock stock price of Meta, which, folks, if you're saying, why have I not heard of that? It's Facebook. Anyway, the stock price of Meta, formerly known as Facebook, has plummeted more than 60%. Snap, the maker of Snapchat, has fallen more than 80%. Layoffs and hiring freezes are common, and some companies have begun cutting their famously uh, cushy employee perks. They have in parenthesis here, no more free laundry. I don't know what that means. I'm guessing they could bring their laundry to work and somebody would process it for them, but that sounds weird. Well, let's go on. Social media is still an important part of billions of people's lives. But as my co-host Casey Newton and I often discuss on our New Times Tech podcast, which is called Hard Fork, the industry increasingly feels as if it's having an identity crisis. 
Well, if you'd like to know more about this, first of all, they've only mentioned two. But when you think of it, you know, okay, you got Facebook. What was the other one I just mentioned? Snapchat. Okay, Twitter, TikTok, mm-hmm. yep. Snapchat. Yep, Instagram. Free Speech Brigade, which I've never heard of, but <laughs> it's out there. The New Class, Be Real. There's so many when there used to be just one or two. How many am I a member of? I think maybe four or five. Do I check them daily? No. Uh, I might get to one or two of them every other day for a moment. It's just so time-consuming. Oh, yeah. About four minutes left in today's program. Um, let's see here. Turning the pages to see what else we have. I guess I guess that's really all that's really hitting me in the face. We did have a story about um, pro baseball. And for that matter, amateur baseball. And Scott, um, you pointed out some things to me that I didn't really catch when I first read it. But I was just looking at where the most popular, let's call it the top 20 baseball cities are located. The top 20 in the nation. So I was pleased to say that um, in terms of numbers, in these top 20, Los Angeles has four listed. I'm sorry. No, no, no. California. My C looked like an L. The state of California had four in the top 20. Now, Scott says they've got five teams there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one of them didn't make the top 20. Right. (coughs) Ohio. Okay, let's see if I can do this in any kind of order. Yeah. Okay, so then there were one, two, three, four states who had two in the top 20. Ohio, Pennsylvania, Texas, and Missouri. Now, that's not to say, you know, that they don't have more teams. Now, in Ohio, both of our teams, Cleveland and Cincinnati, are in the top 20. And we don't have any others of a pro nature. But, like, um, oh, Missouri. They have two in the top 20, but four overall, I think. St. Louis and Kansas City did not make the top two. Anyway, it's just an interesting report, and I think we can be proud of it. New York State only has two teams. Yeah, the Yankees showed up number one of all the top 20. But they also have a second team that did not make the top 20. The New York Mets. 
it's just a, kind of an interesting report. Yeah, it is. And uh, I, I was enjoying reading that after you handed it to me there. I could have printed off the full report, but I just did the uh, abbreviated version. Yeah. And the, the teams, two teams that are in the World Series that starts Friday um, are the Houston Astros, who come in number 17, and uh, Philadelphia Phillies, who come in at number 18. So they're down there towards uh, the 20th uh, listing of the top 20 baseball cities. But nevertheless, they are in the World Series. Cool. You have a favorite? Uh, I, as I mentioned, I well, think Houston. Uh, give it to me again. Houston and Philadelphia. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, Houston's pitching is going to be tough to deal with. So, again, as I mentioned before, uh, good pitching typically will beat good hitting. So we'll see. Philly's pitching staff's pretty good too. Well, with that, we're out of time. Yes, folks. we are. And have a marvelous day, please. Be safe, and we'll see you tomorrow, right here on. 970, the party line. In our 72nd year of serving Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. W-A-T-H-F-N's. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. Need a home? If you don't have enough cash, it'll cost you a lot more. Data from the Mortgage Bankers Association shows interest rates for 30-year fixed loans have topped 7% for the first time since 2001. Realtor Michael Coburn near Dallas says many homeowners are deciding to stay put. A lot of sellers, especially the ones who bought two, three years, maybe even four years ago, all the way up till just six months ago, they're sitting there with a three, three and a half percent interest rate and they're looking at the market going, hey, I don't have to go anywhere. Mortgage demand has dropped to its lowest level since 1997. Inflation has a lot of people rethinking the future. Correspondent Peter King explains. The Northwestern Mutual Survey says Americans think they'll need at least one and a quarter million dollars to retire. That's up from just over a million last year. Their expected retirement age is also up from about 63 and a half to 64, while average retirement savings are down by 11% to about $87,000. There could be an easier way to retirement, but you'd have to get really lucky. This is Powerball. And tonight's $700 million Powerball drawing will be the